And I'm Laura. And yeah, so I wanted to really give a shout out today to all of our listeners, our friends, coworkers, anybody who would listen to us talk about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys. It was it's pretty awesome. We did get a couple shout outs too. I heard that we did. Yeah. That's really exciting. Um, one of my friends, uh, my friend Todd, shouted us out on his podcast. Uh, Thank you, Todd. Yeah, Fast Intentions, if you need a new sports podcast to listen to. I'm not into sports. I'm I so know. sorry, Todd. I'm I not, know. Not into it. It's but okay. It's, but I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, one of my, I, because I'm a sports nut. I know you are. I listen to Sports Talk Radio. So, so weird. Who um, listens to that? Me, <laughs> me. The oddball out. Fun fact. But the morning show happened to shout me out too that we had a podcast i was like oh i know that's thank so sweet. you i was like oh did he just say that on the I radio know. three epi- <laughs> well this is episode three yeah i, I mean know. three episodes in and we're getting some shout outs i mean girl yeah. snaps we i don't do. know do people do that anymore no okay well i'm doing <laughs> it i don't give a shit <laughs> i'm snapping it too it's, yeah it's fine it's okay it's fine we i will happily let you but um, um, if you hear any distraction <laughs> or noise little, behind us, little pod kitty back. Yeah, there. that's our pod kitty, kitty the Gus. That's a little Gussy. He's playing. Oh yeah, he's he's a nut. I love him. <laughs> he is I a nut. Love him, it's great. I have to keep reminding myself all the time that he's not even a year old. Oh my god, what has he gotten into? <laughs> Your drawer. <laughs> oh, little shepherd. It's fine. Anyway, but um. Okay, so today we really, since Laura and I feel really old. Oh. <laughs> really old. Okay, I'm going to tell you, because I didn't tell you about my uh, weekend in Omaha. No, I'm very excited to hear yeah, this story. So, um, of course, I went with people who are younger than me. Um, I went with my friend Lana, her okay. boyfriend Steven, and their friend TJ. And they went because TJ's birthday was that Sunday. So it was his birthday weekend kind of party surprise okay. kind of hangout, whatever. So Friday night, go up there. The Airbnb that we have, I'm thinking it's going to be a house because I like looked it up. I'm like, oh, okay. Neat little house. It was in the basement of the house. Red flag number I, one. I know. It, oh, God. <laughs> it was in the basement. It was fine. They had dogs. They were very cute. Um. And the friend of theirs that booked it didn't even come, but he paid for it. So thank you, CJ. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, but yeah, so it was a one bedroom, one bath, had a little kitchenette with a mini fridge, did not have an like sink, but it didn't have like an oven or I don't think this sounds was... like a college dorm and not a little bit. Okay. It didn't have like, I don't remember there being a microwave. Yeah, oddly what? enough. Yeah, it was weird. Um, But it was fine. So there was, in the one bedroom, I felt bad, okay? I'm the shortest of this group, okay? okay? I'm 5'8". Lana and Steven are both 5'10". TJ's 6'7", <laughs> at least. 
Okay. You're among giants. Yes, among giants, for sure. And Lana and Steven stayed in the bedroom. The bed was a full. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm the only person who would the, fit these on These people that. couldn't even, uh, you know, splurge for like a queen. That's, That's what, weird. Yeah, it was odd. Whatever. But it was nice. They had a really cool table. One of those ones that like lift up. Ooh, those are nice. Yeah, I was, like those. It was neat. I wanted that. But so TJ and I slept on air mattresses out in the living room while they slept in the bedroom. So hold up. So this place was at least large enough to have a coffee table. Yes. And it was also large enough for you guys to have two, not just one, but two blow up beds. Yeah. It's I mean, it's a basement. Right. It's almost like a small basement apartment. Okay. It's kind of how it was. It just kind of shocks me that there wasn't more to the actual place. Yeah. But, um, we thought uh, we'd have a whole No house, judgment here. Whatever. No. It was cute. It was fine. We didn't pay for it. I mean, usually when you go on vacations like that anyway, you're only there to sleep. Yeah. Which is what we were there for anyway. But so get there. Drop off our stuff. We... We took a lot of Ubers. I got to ride in my first Tesla. Ooh, how that, was that? That was interesting. The dude was hilarious. I think his name was Lewis, if I remember correctly. That's a fun name. Yeah, he was He was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he was as interesting as the car. I'm like, wow, okay. That's fun. <laughs> that always makes for a good ride. Yes, but um, so, okay, so back to the story. So first night we went up to Benson and Lana wanted to go to her favorite place to eat, which is Burrito Envy. Yes, I'm sure you've never heard of this. No. No, I think there's two locations. There's one in Benson and there's another one, I think, downtown maybe. Hmm. I think. I don't know. But we went to Burrito Envy, had a huge goddamn burrito. Like, I swear, it was like the size of my forearm. (laughs) It was ridiculous. I had a shrimp burrito. It was delicious. And... (laughs) Then we went to, um, after that, we went over to Beercade, which is just down the street from Burrito Envy, which it's it's fine. It's a little loud for me. It had like arcade games yeah, and like a little ski ball and things like that. But I, <laughs> I personally really love those. I, it was fun. I'm just really fucking old. And it was loud. <laughs> okay, shut the phone here because <laughs> I'm older than you. I know. And those are honestly like my birthday last year. That's where I wanted to go spend my birthday. Oh, th- first of all, you're going to call me a contradictor because the next night was kind of <laughs> okay. Was a lot of all right. Continue. So, continue. Anyway, went there. We played some games, and it was fun, but. We're like, yeah, we really, I was like, I'm getting tired because I'm old. So I'm like in bed before 10. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, but this was after 10. And then um, TJ's brother and his girlfriend, they were also with us while we were doing this. And his girlfriend's like, hey, let's go to Bushwhackers. I don't, have you heard of Bush? Have you heard of it? I have heard about it. Yes. And- <laughs> It, yeah, yeah. It's, for those that don't know, it's like a country line dancing bar, and it's fine. Okay, it's a huge bar. It's like basically a club. Um, which also <laughs> this it brought back flashbacks, and maybe I'm crazy. Anybody over the age of thirty five, please tell me 
was there not a show on either USA or CMT back in the day where they went to like a country bar like that and it was on TV and they actually showed couples like dancing to these country songs and doing swing dance kind of crap. Does anybody else remember this? No, but I remember line dancing be- being like a very it was a big thing. hip thing to yeah. do. Back in the 90s, it kind of yeah, was. Yeah, I was going to say it would have been like late 90s. Yeah. And I swear to you, there is, it had, it was, this is not a fever dream. I swear to God, it all came back. But okay, so that's a bushwhackers. You get in there, there's a bar, dance floor on the other side. We're like, yeah, it's, we don't want to stand here watching people dance all night. So we went to the back of the bar, which it's, like I said, huge club. Mm-hmm. And go to the back, there, there's like a big elevated room. And there's to one side a uh, mechanical bull pit. Oh, no. Yep. And on then there's like two staircases going up to a landing that had uh, dark games that we... We played three rounds of darts. I've never played darts in my life. I love darts. I have never played darts. I'm not amazingly great at it, but I really like it. My first round, I did okay. By the time I'm concentrating and shit, I'm awful. And their friend Nick won all three rounds. I hate him for that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was so close to winning like the first round. And then I lost. And I was pissed. But so... Okay, and also just so people don't get mad at me, I did ask Nicholas if it was okay for me to tell the story. So there were some girls that started riding like the mechanical bull, and there was like one guy doing it. And me, because Nick's a funny dude, he's hilarious. He talks about so many, so many things he doesn't need to. But I told him, I'm like, hey, you should go down and ride that bull. I wanted someone to ride that goddamn bull, just not me. And I'm <laughs> telling him i'm like hey you should go down there there's a red sparkly hat and everything you would look so pretty on that pool (laughs) and he's like no no i'm good and i'm like oh come on i'm such a weenie you can do it and he's like no you know i really got a soft ball sack that's just not gonna work and (laughs) i'm like um so like you just like spooge everywhere what the hell and I'm like, that's what I'm going to call you. Oh, I'm going to no. call you Spooge. So he is now Crescent Spooge. <laughs> Not nice. That is awful. I know. And like, Nick, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you are forever Spooge, my guy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But so he's been Crescent Spooge. <laughs> I, he has to think I'm the biggest bitch ever for that one. <laughs> Um, anyway, so after we did our darts, we, we didn't get back to the house until probably 2 a.m. That's rough for this old gal. Rough, rough. Yeah, my, personally, for me, my brain turns into a pumpkin, usually around 11 o'clock, depending on what's going on. If I'm really into something and don't realize what time it is, Mm -hmm. I can usually make it till about one am and then that's when i'm like all right i'm going home i don't give a poop what anyone else says see ya i'll walk home i don't care that's me too (laughs) i i check out typically by 10 30 11 o'clock but okay so when we went to sleep got up in the morning 
Um, and we went to the zoo. Typical whatever you do in Omaha, you go to the zoo. Yeah, of course. Which is fun. There's, it's summer and it's a Saturday, so there's always a shit ton of people, which, eh, you know, hit or miss. I mean, you kind of have to figure that because oh, it's, yeah. I believe it's number three out of uh, the largest zoos in the world, but yeah. I could be wrong, it but I, I believe um, it is. Yeah. And so went through the zoo. That was good old time. Had, I had made a joke. I was like, God, it brought me back to uh, the Family Guy episode where <laughs> Lois says that her and Peter take edibles and go to the aquarium. Oh I was God. like, damn it, you guys. This is my opportunity. Uh. And I totally forgot. But it was fine. It was fine. I don't think I would have survived if I did that. But um, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> I probably would have like planted my butt on a bench somewhere. It would have been like, I can't walk. Yeah. I I'm mean, sorry. Yeah. I need to get a chair or something that I can be wheeled around in. Yes. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah. So, went to the zoo. We separated, went to separate ways. We went up to, um, one of my, one of my friend's restaurants. Uh, shout out to VJ and, uh, Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe. Amazing food. You should, y'all should go check it out. Mm. Yes. Very, very good. He gave me a lot of shit, though, for not finishing my nachos. I'm like, dude, I'm, <laughs> I can't eat as much as I used to. So left there, went to went back to the house. I took a nap because I'm the old geezer of the group, of course. And they played uh Ticket to Ride Europe. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've never played that. So they were playing that. They played one round of that. And then I woke up because my brother called me and my phone was ringing. So <laughs> I was like, oh shit. But I then joined them and Lana made me take what are these they were like 99 shots I think is what they're called. Oh yeah, I love those. I buy those all the time. They're cheap and they're great. Ugh. I, oh. No. I mean not I mean They might be different than the ones you got, but these are like ones where you like buy them in like a little package. I don't know. They were awful. I gagged on the one that they gave me and I was I like, mean, I don't take them alone. Did, is that how you took them? Yes. No, you got to. That's, oh, I know. that's they, for meant for mixing. They, I know, but they gave it to me straight. And I well, they're pissed. idiots. I know. I love my friends, but I, they're dumb <laughs> sometimes. And they didn't give me like, they were like, oh, yeah, you need like a chaser. And I was like, they're like, didn't Lana give you a chaser? I was like, <laughs> no. Oh, and man. They're like, oh, God. And Lana hands me. She was like, girl, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, my throat was burning. I'm like, oh. Yeah, you know where the 99 no. comes from? It's 99 fucking proof, girl. Oh, I know. I know. And I, it was peach. I thought, oh, this will be fine. No. <laughs> no, it was not. It Ooh. was It was not. Next time, mix that peach one with some iced tea. Ooh. Amazing. That That's a little tidbit. Yeah, a little snippet there. But, okay, so then after that, we went to my favorite pizza place, which is Paisan's Pizzeria. Shout out to Matt and his amazing pizza. I love pizza. Oh, girl. We, we went... could probably do a whole episode on pizza, to oh, be honest. We really could. <laughs> he also, um, he has gluten-free crusts, and Lana has to kind of try for gluten-free as much as possible. Sure. So that's why we went there. But went there. And then after we... We didn't really know where we wanted to go. So we first went to Maloney's, which is a really fun um, 
Irish pub. I was going to say, that, that sounds pretty familiar. Mm-hmm. Every time I've gone, like the first time I went, it was so crowded and packed. And I know the knew the owner. Well, she sold the place. And now every time that I've gone, it's like there's hardly anybody in there. Oh, it's sad. And we went on, I guess, karaoke night, which I had no idea was karaoke night. <laughs> like, Wait, karaoke night at a... At an Irish pub. Irish pub. Yep. So, hmm. and they were blocking the dark game, so we couldn't play darts. Um, <laughs> they played pool with a couple that kicked their ass, but it's fine. <laughs> well, TJ wanted to go because it was his birthday weekend, right? But he has a lot of he has a lot of personal things going on in his life. Reason why they were trying to like get him out, have fun, sure, meet people. And so we waited for Nick to get to the pub. And we're like, well, where can we go? Like, we're not from Omaha, so where the hell can we go? So we ended up all cramming into Nick's car, which I couldn't even get out of the damn car. He goes, yeah, I'll have to let you out. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. Why? Fix your car. <laughs> Lots of stories. It's apparently his car. Is Dang a- it, Spooge. <laughs> I know. His car is a magnet for, like, accidents. He's like, oh, yeah, that's where a drunk person hit me. And, oh, yeah, this is where this happened. I'm like, Jesus How old Christ. is this kid? He's six years younger than me, so uh, yeah. I, I'm just grow like, up, man. Oh, sorry. He's he's holding out a year. He said until he gets the new one. I'm like, all right, that's fine. So we ended up going to this place called Beer Can Alley. It was which is another club essentially. Okay. Um, first of all, it cost like 15 bucks for the cover, which Nick paid for my way. So again, thank you, Spooge. <laughs> Much appreciated. Um. But we go, and this place, honestly, so fucking fun. Like, the floors were disgusting in the bathrooms, and I went to try to use the family bathroom, and there was, like, three dudes in there pissing, and it was unlocked. I was like, oh, yeah, not going to go in there. Yeah, your face is great. Are <laughs> you? Yeah. Gross. I wish I was what? kidding. Yeah, it was It was nasty, bro. It was not good. Mm. But um, besides that, who's a it was so fun like it was it gave me high school dance kind of vibes like super loud music it was all country music too which i'm i'm into it's like old 90s country it was a good mix for me i i enjoyed it and this is how i kind of found out that like nick and i should be like really good friends because he's not into country he knows some of it but he's not into it and I'm like dancing and like staring at him and like singing at him. And I told him later, I was like, I am so sorry if I was embarrassing. He's like, no, you were fine. <laughs> so it it was a good time. It was so fun. I would go back just probably not. I mean, I wasn't dressed like all these girls wearing like cute little outfits and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just I'm wearing jeans and a hoodie. <laughs> hair was all greasy i looked awful <laughs> but it was a good time i know when we woke up in the morning lana was like does anybody else feel like shit because i feel like utter shit i'm like uh no i'm i'm cool i'm fine she's like i hate you <laughs> and she felt like she was gonna throw up the whole way home but they made it back so but yeah it was so fun but honestly being around some of these younger kids they like, they don't care, like, what you're wearing, your age, anything like that. They just want to have fun. 
That's one thing I've noticed about this generation, which is what gets us into our topic of the day, which we are going <laughs> to we're going to talk about here real quick. Um, but I'm going to ask you, do you consider Gen Z the dumbest generation? No, I don't necessarily think that there ever really was or is a generation that is dumber than the rest. Mm -hmm. I just think that our world as a whole changes um so rapidly even within you know a short time frame of three to five years mm -hmm. things have either been invented or things have been taken away especially here in the u.s yeah. um that for any quote-unquote generation above a younger one to say that that younger one is stupid is just kind of stupid on its own because of the fact that it's not the same world that I grew up in. It's not the same world that my parents grew up in. And, um, you know, I see a lot of TikToks that come through where it's someone who's even older than myself. I mean, I'm only 43. I don't... And I have the brain of like a 37 year old. A so lot like of, a lot of I've noticed a lot of Gen Xers say they have a lot of opinions on millennial Gen Z. Yeah, which is really funny. So like I'm actually considered Gen X. Um, I'm right on the cusp of Gen X and being a millennial, I, think I believe. Well, or it, maybe it's. Um, it, it yes, I think it is. Which one you look at, because it says. A lot of the ones I've seen have said that millennial starts at 1980, but for me, like, well, see, and that I was born in 80. Yes. And um, oddly enough, for me, even though you and I are only five years apart, mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like you and I are like a decade apart as opposed to just only five. Sure. But that's, I think. Maybe just because you're wiser than me in certain aspects. Don't give me that credit. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm giving you the credit. <laughs> I, I am. Um, but like, so I've, because I went, I went out to the field and asked people like this question. Do you consider Gen Z the dumbest generation? And surprisingly, a lot of people, because Gen Z is, um, it, it would be people who are born according to the one thing i saw from 1997 to 2012 so both of my kids would be young gen z's but i consider them more gen alphas i was gonna say gen alphas mm -hmm. uh, i mean that's, that's see it's just so stupid because that's like asking me do you consider gen alpha stupid no i don't i think that they're very young and they have not seen enough of the world so, and they're still learning just like everyone else, but they're learning more than the rest of us. Yes. But like I said, to call a, a generation that's younger than myself stupid is very ignorant on my part because of the fact that it's not the same. Yeah. And there have been, and like I asked multiple aged people, I like, I noticed boomers, Gen Xers, and people more my age that would be like older millennials. Even, mm -hmm. I guess, even people who are considered Gen Z, they're like, yeah, our generation is stupid. And then others are like, no, we're not stupid. 
And I did talk to a couple of people who said, like, I don't think they're stupid. I think their focus is a lot different mm-hmm. than ours. Mm-hmm. And I hate when boomers say that we don't know that, you know, they don't know how to write checks. They don't know how to do this. Yes. But also, boomers figure out how to use the damn self-check. Well, and on that, that's where I was getting at before, is mm. that I've seen a lot of TikToks where there's mo- people my age, maybe a little older, boomers, whatever, that have kids that are, you know, the Gen Ys and maybe even Gen Zs. Um, they are... They're going around saying, oh, they don't know how to read cursive. They don't know how to write cursive. They don't know how to write a check. They don't know how to do this. They don't know how to do that. And it's like, well, did you ever teach them? That that's it's it's your job that's, as being the older or elder yeah. to teach and carry on well, some of these things. Don't expect these kids to know how to do all these things. Yeah. I see it as writing a check is almost obsolete oh it is it is and it's like why do i need to learn just like a vcr why do i need to learn a dead technology you don't why yeah but that's what they're upset about and it's like well first of all you're angry that things are changing and you scream and yell at these stores saying oh you're taking away jobs and doing this no 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 they took away the front of the store job from standing there having to stand in a checkout line for three hours trying to get someone to cover you so you can go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. They replace that so you can help yourself. There are people there that can help you. And and then passionate here today. I know I am. <laughs> and they have people that would normally be checking you out. They're in the they're in a different part of the store. Right. They're doing order you know, fulfilling orders for your order pickup. They're doing, they're stocking, they're doing whatever else that the store needs them to do. So really it's not taking away jobs. It's, it's just not giving them other responsibilities amongst the store. I think, <clears throat> so I kind of can see it from both ends. I can. Um, I just think that the older a person gets, you know, the saying they get stuck in their ways. And I think that that's very true. And I think that, like I stated before, our world, especially in the last, I would say 20 years, not, you know, we'll, we'll even shorten that to 10 years, the last 10 years of, of how things have been going. So many advances have been made and so many things have been taken away that it's really hard for people who have done something their whole lives, their whole 60, 70 years of life, and then all of a sudden are expected to do something else. And you have to consider you and I grew up in a generation that we were introduced to computers and things like that at a very young age. We were, we but were. And even missed. still, like I didn't, I don't think I actually got to use a computer till I was probably close to 10 years old. Yeah. But think about this, think about it more like in the video game sense. I mean, right. we started off with like a Nintendo. Yeah. And then think about all the other game consoles that have come out since the Atari, since 
the original Nintendo launched. There's been so many and the graphics continue to get better and everything, you know, all of that stuff was advancing. I mean, look at, look at our phones too. Like look at the progress of a phone from like 1998. Okay. Think mm-hmm. about the cell phone from like 1998 to 2012. Like the advancements of, you know, People had the Nokia, the brick Nokia. And then within like 10 years, oh, you have an iPhone. That's what I mean. I mean, things have changed and we don't, I don't think that we, that a lot of older generations um, always consider some of that. Like I think about my own father who actually is considered older than a boomer. He's considered, um, uh, what is it that they call him? Uh, I'm so bad with these names. Um, they have a different name for it. It's it's right above a boomer. Um, he, so he grew up where it was records that were being played. Yes. Radio and records. My dad was that generation too. And then they went to A-Tracks. Then it went from A-Tracks to cassette tape. And that's when I was born, right between the change so like i we still used records when i was like younger than five years old because we had a record player yeah i had i know i had um christmas records i think from church if i remember i mean i don't really remember using it myself because i was under the age of five obviously but i remember my parents using it Mm -hmm. and then um and i remember seeing a tracks my mother had our our, at our house we had a my mom had a giant record player that was a record player. Yes. Uh, a radio and an A-Tracks player. Yes. And she, she, my mom had an Alice Cooper A-Track. I'm oh. Like, oh, yeah. Shocking to me. I'm like. Heck yeah. Like, damn, you really listen to Cooper? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Didn't expect that out of my mother. Um, And then, you know, after, after cassette tape, then it went to CD. Yes. And that's kind of more what we used growing up. Most, I mean, we used tapes too. We used a lot of cassettes and then it was we did. probably about. It was sometime in the 90s. Mid 90s. Or, or, I yeah. want to say probably about 96, 97 is when I remember CDs becoming. Uh, I was probably fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, that's that, probably right. It seems yeah. like. Yeah, it no, that's probably correct. Yeah. So I was probably. Oh, uh, real quick question. 11. Oh, God. What was your first CD? Do you remember? First CD. Um, I know I do. I honestly think it was the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Fangirl yeah, in it. The original. So I remember my first like hip hop cassette. Oh, it was wow, uh, girl. I know. It was a uh, brandy, actually. Oh, mine was Backstreet Boys. I'm <laughs> sure of it. Uh, but my first CD ever that I got. <laughs> was the soundtrack to the lion king oh god it was awesome that's funny i, I loved it I well yeah you were probably about that age yeah it was so soothing yeah. oh man i played it so loud it was awesome <laughs> um so anyway so after cds then it went to you know mp3 players yes. and now all of those things are completely obsolete and we all just pretty much use our phones yeah. Like I, I very rarely see anyone carrying an actual 
radio with them, you know, or yeah. any kind of device that's meant just for playing music on. Not saying that people don't. Uh, I just think that it's not as common as as it was when we grew up. That's something that I kind of admire. I kind of admire and kind of hate about Gen Z myself. They are very into nostalgia. So there is a um there's an article somewhere. Uh I might have had it. But a lot of Gen Zs are going back to dumb phones or what we would call a dumb yeah. phone, which is basically your flip phone. Right. Now, I am not against it. A lot of them probably when they were you know, first and second graders probably had a flip phone. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I had so many flip phones and then I got a Blackberry and I wanted to burn that motherfucker. <laughs> and then I got an iPhone and I've never looked back. Yeah. So, I personally love my iPhone so much. Like I, I am a hardcore, I've had both, uh, Android and iPhone. I love my aunt or iPhone so much. I um, do. And I, I know people are going to probably get on me like iPhone sucks. Yeah. I know. You know what? I you mean, what? you either love them or you hate them, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, personally, I like the fact that I can go onto any Apple device and I know how it works. I don't have to yep. figure shit out. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> my big thing. It's simplified. It is. And maybe that's the old person in us. I, I don't know. So. I, I mean, and that's what I wanted for my mom. Cause she had an iPad and I go, just get a iPhone upgrade from this. I swear to God, she had that flip phone for at least 12 to 13 years. <laughs> it looked like brand new. And I told her, I'm getting an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So then we can we can FaceTime you. We can do all this other shit. It'll be fine. It's just like the iPad, but it's easier. And now I don't. She's on her phone probably more than I'm on mine. Yeah. So like with that and what you were getting at, I I applaud. Yeah. I really do applaud the younger. Gen Z or any younger person that goes from having a smart device mm-hmm. to a, a just a normal flip phone, flip phone yeah. of some sort um because of the fact that a lot of them are doing it because they want to be more present. Pe- are, people our age were bitching at them as kids quit getting on all your devices and not paying attention to anything around you well mm-hmm. now they are yeah and now people are bitching about that oh, and yeah. it's like you can't have it both ways yeah so i applaud them for at least um, trying to not be kind of so break, break the cycle of it, like yes, not yes. being attentive and not yes. being present. That was that was kind of another thing I've noticed. Um, like one thing I have noticed about Gen Z, about Gen Z, um, they are from what a lot of them that I talked to they told me. You know, they're a lot more politically aware than what like you and I were right growing up, we were very sheltered from a lot of that stuff because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in our day, you don't, you don't talk politics. You don't talk about who you voted for the issues going on. Like all that stuff was kind of done behind really not just politics, but anything via news. Yeah. Like I'm a lot of people that I talk to that are close to my age, I would say about 35 to about 45 mm-hmm. um the people that i am friends with that I've, I've talked with have said 
and including myself, that they don't watch the news. They don't pay attention to it. No, not at all. I, nope, I refuse to put it on. I mean, if I come across an article somewhere and it looks interesting and it's caught my eye, I'll go into it just to see what the hell is going on. But for the most part, nope, I could care less. Yeah. And let me tell you, they are passionate about the things that they politically care about. They really are. Yeah. Um, especially since it is Pride Month. Happy Pride. Woo! Yeah. Um, a lot of them are very much about inclusion yes. and all of that. And I know a lot of people don't like the, you know, woke type of thing. But I hate that term so I much. Know, I kind of do too. It's I don't know. I don't know why inclusion has to be so. What is the how how can I put it? That inclusion has to be so like just do it. You don't need to like announce that you're doing it. Well, just just do it. The thing that make I, it a normal thing. Without going into this real deep. Yeah. Uh I think that the human psyche as a whole, unless you're just a fucking psycho, <laughs> which there are plenty of people out there that have issues whatever yes. but i think generally as a whole the human uh group really wants to see the rest of the humans on earth succeed in life and thrive I um i would agree and 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 honestly you know that is one of the main reasons why I did not cut ties with anybody in my life that has had a political difference because I've seen the good in them. I know that they want wish the best for me and they know that I have different views than them. And I know that they have different views than me and we're okay with it. You can, I, I have that too in my life. You can still be friends with somebody you can. and not make everything about your political right. affiliation. I mean, if you're generally a horrible person and your main goal out there is to hurt somebody, make them cry, make them feel like dog shit. Yeah. Then that's something different. That's not political. No. That's just being that's, a horrible that's you. human. That's you being a shithole of a person. Exactly. And yes, I am going to cut ties with you, but not because of your political views. Like, no. I could give a shit about that. If, but you can be a nice person and have different views. Yeah. And I've had to cut people out of my life, not because of their political views, but because they're toxic to my, sure. to my mind. Yes. And just the way, I mean, you and I had... Uh, what do we, similar upbringings maybe yeah i mean, I mean we I've, went I've to the yeah. same church and same type of school so mm -hmm. we both kind of have the same experience with that but i have noticed like someone like my mom she still pays with checks she still does things like that and i said why but haven't you tried doing it online it's because change she's is hard. Change is very hard and they don't understand the change. And and I don't know if it's just something where, like I said, I mean, that's something that she's done for 40, 50 years. Oh, yeah. And when you've been doing something for that long, it's like a bad habit almost. Oh, I mean, good or it. bad, really. Yeah, it's really hard to it. change because there's things that even now for myself, I mean, I'm not, I don't, 
really, I don't consider myself to be that old. There's days that I wake up, I'm like, I'm so old. But for the most part, I really don't consider myself that old. I have a really good friend from work that is um, early 30s, I think. And I have to remind myself all the time that she's not my age. Yeah. I have friends like that too. And the ones um, I hung out with this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, like, honestly, I. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, <laughs> train of well, lost train of thought. But I like I hate I just hate that like the one thing I hate about like the generational divide is the fact that each generation is like oh we're so much better than the other right and I'm my whole thought is like first of all like I was raised by boomers mm-hmm. and my generation I am a millennial it's fine I have so many people that are like oh. You guys, did you not get a participation trophy today? Is that why you're so angry? And you have to stare at them like, who the fuck gave me the participation trophy? I was not in this meeting of where they thought, well, we want all of our children to feel special and feel that they've won something. So we should give them something just for being there. Like, honestly, my whole thought on that is, I think if you were, I, I swear to Jesus, it has to be a Gen X thing. Like these elder Gen X's, young boomers that came up with that idea. Because like Gen X is definitely the latchkey kids. Like I consider myself a latchkey yeah, kid. Parents, yeah. parents, it's not that they weren't present. It's that they were working. They, they were not, I don't want to say not as attentive, but parents were doing a lot of things not at the house. They right. wanted you to be kicked out of the house, go do the whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, if the door's locked, you got a key. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. My generation, I feel, because they saw that, and if you're an older Gen Xer, you're like, I don't want my kids to be like that. So parents really started to hyper-focus on certain things of their kids, whether it was sports, school, your weight, whatever it was, your parents hyper-focused on something. Well, and you know why that is? It's mm-hmm. because they're trying to fix whatever they consider was wrong yes. in their own lives growing up. Yes. So where their parents weren't necessarily there every day to, to you know, give them a snack after school or, or take them to the zoo after school or, what you know, whatever the case may be. Um, entertain them now these parents are like i'm not gonna do that to my child because i didn't like that i wish my parents were more um around well and also gen z i know they get shit on for it but they all have what they quote unquote have a safe space a lot of people hate that but i think back to when i was a kid my safe space myself that I could get clarity and be like do my thing was Mm -hmm. my car I think everybody had or wished they had a place that was what they would consider safe whether it was like your room or your car yeah I was gonna say I'm gonna kind of stop you there Mm -hmm. I I don't see that being a generational thing I think everybody if they really dig deep into their own lives they have 
those moments. They may not call it their safe space. They may just call it their me time or whatever. Yes. But everyone has that. For me growing up, and maybe this is why I love baths so much, it was the bathroom for me. I would spend hours in there and, you know, I may have just been <laughs> sitting in the bathtub reading a book the whole time, but that was my time. That yeah. was a safe space for me. Yes. But when you call it that, the problem is these older generations are like, oh, you're soft. That makes you soft. Which, first of all, it, I, don't, I don't think that at all. Like some kids, yes, they're sensitive. But kids are tough, too. They they are. And I think, once again, it kind of just boils back to the whole, like, the world is different. So what you consider hard, like, what you consider somebody being tough and and hard, as opposed to being very emotional and, and whatever, um, is way different when you were younger or even what your mind thinks should be compared to what it actually is currently. Yes. And I also, I mean, every single generation faced different hardships. It is. Whether it be war or drugs, serial killers, yes. school shootings, 9-11. Well, and the other thing, you know, you brought it up earlier that uh, the Gen Z culture group, whatever, um, they, or the younger culture maybe, uh, or generations, they... Uh, know a lot about politics and that. Well, they know a lot about it because we have more media to be able to get to. It's not just the five o'clock and 10 o'clock news, six o'clock news, whatever. It is literally 24 seven. So they can get it at any hour. Now, with that being said, I think that we are all now realizing, you know, it's really not any less safe or any less dangerous out in the world or out in the U.S. At least I'm just saying the U.S. because never lived anywhere else. I feel um, more hyper aware of it. We are very. That's what. Yes, that's what I was getting at. We are very hyper aware of it because we can open up any device and see at any given moment where these catastrophes catastrophes are at, and so therefore it kind of brings it more towards the front of our minds. Um, you know, with that being said, I think my only bitch or bitching um, <laughs> that I have with some of the younger generations. Your only rant. My, yeah, my only rant is, um, I mean, this is ranter banter. So, yeah, you know, um, is that in my mind, at first thought, I feel like some of the younger generation they don't know what imagination is. Now, that's my own view of what imagination is. Now, it, I have met some very talented young kids and young, young teenagers and that that have enough of an imagination to use AI or use whatever device to create amazing things. Oh, yeah. Now, I never would have been able to do no, that when no. I was their age. However, so they're a met. So it's not that they're not using imagination. They're just not using imagination the way that I thought that imagination should be used. Their imagination is coming from a different way of learning. Yes. And we, I mean, we were told to go outside 
you know. Right. Like you we didn't have the devices that they had. We didn't have right. like a computer was far and few between. You had TV, some people had computers, cell phones were still a new thing. I mean, we were told go outside, use your imagination. And we didn't have all this stuff. I mean, you know, and, and people joke around that, you know, our teachers and our parents and whoever else used to tell us, well, you're not always going to have a computer or you're not always going to have a, a, calculator. a calculator or whatever. You know, we laugh about that now, but we really were told that yeah, growing up. We were. And you're not going to be able to, you're going to have to memorize this stuff. You're not going to exactly. be able to pull a calculator well, out of your pocket. And also, so with that being said, and I could see where some of the older, like boomers, may think that this is where it stems from being dumb. I know myself, I can't memorize nothing for nothing. Like when I was younger, oh my God. I mean, and hard. granted, I was younger. So, like, your brain can fire at a different, you know, rapid pace as opposed to older anyway. Mm -hmm. But I could remember so much stuff. And now, I'm I'm struggling to remember what my damn address is oh. and I've only lived here six months. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I've actually written it down wrong and I'm like, wait, that's not right. So mm. thank God I have it in my phone. I can look it up. But, but you know, that's what I'm saying. Like somebody may call me stupid for that, but it's not, it's just that, you know, I've now become dependent on these devices. Yes. And I think that, you know, we have to look at it in a way that these children and these teenagers and young adults and that they didn't grow up without the devices. That's always been a part of their lives. Mm -hmm. And so for us to call them dumb and for us to call them stupid and ill-equipped is, like I said, very, very ignorant on our parts yeah. because yeah, we may say, well, what happens if the internet goes down? Yeah, what what does happen if the internet goes down? Oh God! You know, then, I would be screwed, and yeah, I grew up without this shit. Yeah, and see, this is why I got so pissed when I worked in healthcare because we went completely paperless. Which I'm first of all thinking, yes, I understand you're saving trees and you're doing whatever, but going completely completely paperless when the power goes down or the system shuts off, right? What the hell? And I was like, well, you just do it the old way. It's like I never learned the old way. I don't know how to do it right the paper way. And then they try to explain it to you. And I'm like, no, th this does not make sense. I'm used to doing the little clicky clicks. And oh, that tells me when I need to do stuff. But it's, mm, I don't know. It's so frustrating. <laughs> it is. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really hoping that there's actually more my generation, the, the, the cusp people <laughs> yeah. that are maybe a little more understanding i'm hoping um from what i've gathered they're very conflicted it's like because a lot of them have these gen z's they're sure. the ones that had gen Z's. Y yes and they say you know you can't not have the technology because if you don't have access to that technology you're going to be behind right and you can't have that and then parents get pissed off about stuff that's being taught in schools with that kind of thing. But it's like, well, you have to learn somewhere. You're not going to have it at home. You got to have right. it at school. And also, the, but then they're like, well, but they're so smart. If I need help with something, they can figure it out. They're just like that. They're a whiz. Exactly. And it's such a love-hate. Like, you love it, but you fucking hate it. And I think the problem is people just really need to 
start learning to adapt, which I think our generation has learned to adapt fairly well. Well, we've had to live in both. Yes. I mean, we've, our, I feel like our generation, if we're going to group ours together, I really feel like we have been through just about everything we possibly could be through. Mm-hmm. But see, you and I are also part of a generation that if we go out to eat, we can put our phone away yes. and just talk. Oh, a hundred percent. thousand percent. And a lot of these kids, I want to say it's probably, probably more Gen Zers. I do feel like awkwardness is a downfall yes. of a lot of these devices. Oh. And I do feel like a lot of younger people are always like, oh, I'm, I'm so awkward. It's like, okay, well, you know, if you actually put down your phone and learn some communication skills. However, mm-hmm. with that being said, mm-hmm. who's going to teach them those communication skills? Exactly. We need to. Yeah. And clearly we're not doing our own. Di- we're not doing that job no. if they aren't learning. No. And I, again, they get blamed for a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, this is what school is for too. Mm-hmm. That's why you have speech class. That's why you have communications classes. You you have to learn but, those things. But we can't put it all on the schools anymore no, because of the fact that the funding for a lot of schools, unless you take your kids to a private school, a lot of schools. Which, by the way, I'm against. Anyway. <laughs> I am too. I went to a public and a private school. Well, we both did. Yeah, we both did. Public, um, private K through eighth, eighth and yeah, then ninth through twelfth. High school, high school, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just feel like parents have to be a little more hyper aware of. We need to quit bitching about all these damn generations because who gives a shit? Really, what what gives a shit is if we want something to be passed down, if we're really concerned that the internet's going to go out one day and it's not ever going to turn back on, then you better teach your kids how to read out of a normal book. You better teach your kids how to read and write cursive and you better teach your kids how to write a check. How to, yeah. Put Do not effort. put that on some other adult in put, their life. Put forth the effort. Exactly. And do it. Like, I know I get on this with my mom because she helps me with the kids like a lot. And she gets mad because oh well colby's just been in that room all day i'm like well have you tried to get him out of the room and she goes well he won't come out and i was like you are the adult you can have him come out like you just have and where colby is autistic you have to make it fun right a little more inviting for him to come out and to help you and i'm just like there are ways to do this you can do this and I know he was not like that before we moved here. So I think coming here and getting help from my mom, has, it hasn't hindered him at all. I just think, you know, my mother doesn't want to have to put forth the effort, which she doesn't have to because she is their grandparent. But I'm also like, if you're going to complain about it, then you better be putting forth the effort right. to help me and to help him. Mm-hmm. Because... Colby's one that's probably going to end up living with people for the rest of his life, which is fine. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's autism. So also, I'm glad you mentioned the whole autism thing. Um, another thing that I've heard from uh, generations that are older than myself is, well, we never had all this depression and 
and autism and neurodivergent oh. and all of that. And oh, I'm thinking, no, you did. We did. You we just did. didn't know what it was called. And it was all hidden under the rug. It really was. Have you ever seen? It really was. Um, Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. They kind of talk about that. Oh yeah. You, I mean, like, I saw it, but it was like years yeah, ago. Yeah. Well, the mom, who, what's her name? Sandra Bullock's character was saying how her mom was, you know, she was crazy and whatever. Well, she had like her mom was taking pills to like fix alcoholism. You, these were things, right? Back people, in the day. people were shipped off and put yes. in rooms and never talked about again. And it was, and that was normal. Mm. Like, oh, they're visiting an aunt, or they're doing that was a normal thing. We right. didn't want to deal with anything that was abnormal, mm -hmm. anything that was different, anything that was quote unquote shameful. Image was a big thing. I know that because my dad used to tell me. My grandma, bless her heart, rest in peace, Louise. But she used to get on my dad about you can't wear jeans to school. Mm -hmm. That's you know you you have to wear slacks. You you don't wear jeans. Like my dad didn't wear a normal pair of jeans. I think until after he got back from the service. So <laughs> that tells you right there how much time has changed and how different the viewpoint was. Like no. You have to wear slacks. Only, I don't remember what the hell it was that she would say. It really was all about um, image. image and showing people a facade and keeping your lives closed behind doors, which I feel like in those types of those years when that was really popular to do, it was very easy to do. But now, once again, now that we have these uh, devices and media and internet, um, all of that stuff can be having a spotlight on it because it's so much easier to, uh, to see but yeah. as a whole, like it's, it's, it's not so easy to, I mean, just even, even hiding somebody in, in their room for years, which we've heard about, yes. uh, eventually it's going to come out. Oh, yeah. Eventually. You know, does. you can't just keep sweeping things under the rug. No, you you can't. And something I've noticed with it is um, everybody, especially with social media, they are so big on just posting everything going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of millennials, people my age, that do this. And I'm like, okay, first of all, this is face it's Facebook. It's not your personal journal. Mm -hmm. And I know people want to just put everything out there and be heard and have their feelings. Online diary right yes, there. Yes, and have their feelings understood and validated. That's a big thing I have noticed is people seek lots of validation online. And whether it oh, be yeah. through your Facebook posts or through influencing or what have you, you know, it's... <laughs> Oh, I had somebody recently that was like practically the same age as me just post something so stupid. I don't even, it was like a picture or something. And they were like bitching how they only had two people that liked it. And I was like, it's just a fucking picture. Yeah. It's like, who cares? That's, it's so sad. And a lot of it too, though, I've noticed like I'm, you and I are not big Facebook no, people really anymore. No. I'm, I mean, Facebook was a big thing in my life, but really anymore, all I do is go on there to see my memories that are on there. Oh, that's funny. And probably uh, 
I go spy on everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I'm very good at doing that too. But I mean, there's some people on there. I'm like, why am I friends with these people? They post some of the dumbest things. And some of it is so like, uh, it's so controversial. And it's like, why are you posting that? Like, first of all, keep you for a lot of it is hatred stuff and i'm like can you please keep your like insecurities to yourself like i think <sighs> sometimes some some people actually post that kind of stuff to actually get a rise out of people oh yeah my brother's a because big one like that. they they get a kick off of it they get a high off of it that's their form of entertainment if you talk to a lot of those kind of people and ask them how much tv they actually watch they don't usually watch a whole lot of TV. Now, I don't watch a whole lot of TV either. However, I guess I don't know if I'm just not in the norm of uh, I don't really post a lot of controversial shit either. I've kind of um, since January 6th, I've kind of cut, cut back on a yeah, lot of it. But I, I know people that will just post something knowing that they're going to get someone else to say something on there. Yeah, and a lot of those posts I have had you just scroll past. Oh, yeah, I, I do every time. Every time, and it's like, why? And because all I'm seeing, I'm like, wow, look at your insecurities. Well, and honestly, even if you present people, okay, this this goes for everything, not just politics, not just uh, religious views, any sort of view. If you try to tell someone and show them evidence that what they're saying is wrong they are not going to accept it at all no. what they believe is what they believe and that goes with everyone in your life good and bad and so i have honestly just learned that it's not worth my time and effort to try to quote unquote teach the rest of the world that what they're saying is wrong um i would agree with that. i mean i do have a friend that i i call out quite often uh in his own home um <laughs> and you know honestly i've called him out enough that he's actually started incorporating it in his everyday and i'm so proud of him oh, that's i'm so proud of him i used to call my dad about he always claimed ignorance of course but i used to go on my dad about certain things i was like i'm like sir we don't say that anymore exactly yeah and i know he would get defensive that my dad had a lot of ptsd because he was a vietnam vet so him getting angry usually happened fairly quickly so i always had to learn to stay calm mm -hmm. in these situations but he would say something he's like well you know i could say worse i'm like i get it you you could you could but I'm telling you what you're saying right now is incorrect and it's still right. offensive. So let's change our thinking, change our yep. change directions here and try using a different term or saying yep. things differently. And it just, you know, and once again, it boils back to that, uh, you know, they've done it for so long that yeah. they, I mean, like I said, myself included, there's times that I'll find myself saying or doing something that I'm like, ooh, I cannot do that. That I know that that's not socially acceptable anymore mm -hmm. and I need to change that. Yeah. Um, one thing I've noticed with, since it's 
Pride Month, we'll kind of go down this a little bit. I've noticed people when they re- when they're talking about their children who are not gay or in that community, mm-hmm. I they have used the term normal, which oh, my favorite saying is, "What exactly is, is normal? normal?" Yeah, and I I know I know that's the only way that they can think of doing it and i know no one has ever like corrected them and Mm -hmm. i didn't argue with this person that had said it because i'm like it's not worth my time to argue right now because where where it happened at was like i'm like i'm not gonna get into this but i'm just like what is normal normal to what's normal to me might not be normal for you exactly so there is really no normal like if you're if your children are not gay or part of that community, that you just say your kids are straight. That's all you have to say. Like, that's, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all you can do. And it's just funny that people have determined that kind of thing to be normal. I don't know. You and I are, I don't know. Are we normal? Um, I kind of always associated myself, I guess, with being more by but as i've gotten older i have flopped again and i do believe myself to be more straight yeah. i'm definitely not normal <laughs> i am far i am off the scales of being normal, normal. not saying i'm psycho i'm just saying i'm not an average person no <laughs> i'm i mean i'm definitely straight dick all the way <laughs> i like dick <laughs> Uh, no with, that being said, with that being said, I have a little fun thing that I learned about, and, oh, um, and I was not pre-warned about. I was pre-warned, but not like, told what this was. Literally, just like I don't know, a half hour ago, I told her about it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe an hour ago. Probably anyway, an hour ago. So I don't know when this survey was done, <laughs> so I do apologize. I should have googled it a little bit more, but I didn't. Okay. All right. So apparently, Pornhub. Oh God. <laughs> did a little um survey okay. with uh age groups and generations and what they liked oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. i'm scared of where this is going yeah okay so should we start going young going older or older going young which would you prefer mm, let's do older going young all right all right so in the boomer category, oh, Lord. what do you think is the number one type of porn? Gay porn. No. Hmm. Oddly enough, it is hand jobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, um, and I, so hear me out on that. Uh, I think that it kind of stems from a lot of the boomer community. It, Grew up in the 1950s and 60s where yeah. the women treated the men like gods. Yeah. I I hate to picture it, but I can picture this, yeah. <laughs> as much as it, oh, God, it kills my brain so here. The second most uh, looked at kind of porn for mm. the boomers is just mature, which is also, I'm glad that it's actually mature because of the fact that they're they're 
boomers. They shouldn't be looking at anything else. No, should not. <laughs> you know, they technically. Do, well, no, I know do. they do. But I'm, I guess I'm just very, I'm very proud of them for actually uh, watching, so, watching, watching what they should be watching. Yeah. Yes. All right. So they didn't do millennials, which I thought was really weird. They just went to Gen X. Well, millennials are after Gen X. Oh, okay. Well, so see, I'm real bad. It's okay. So Gen X. Okay. What do you think the number one uh, looked at porn? One of these has to be gay porn. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, no. It is cream pie. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. And like, the second most. Now, this one you might actually be able to guess. The oh second no. most looked at for Gen X. What do you think? Mm. Is it just boobs, maybe? I don't know. Kind of close. It's MILF. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that. I, I, I feel like, isn't that the generation that kind of came up with the term MILF? I think so. Because, well, think about it, though. Latchkey kids were very alone. So you kind of yeah. crave a motherly figure yeah. to be yeah. present. So that. Yeah, it's not really that shocking to me at all. That creepily makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> so, as I stated before, they kind of uh, skipped millennials. That's um, bullshit. Yeah. I don't know if they maybe just combined Gen X and millennials together. Maybe. Um, I should have written down the age groups because they went in order. So, I think that that's kind of what they did. Mm -hmm. So, then we have Gen Y. Which is, that's millennial. Oh. <laughs> See? <laughs> There's my age showing. That, yeah. Fuck me. Anyway. All right. Just kidding. So they do have millennials. Okay. Gen right. Y. I'm scared. Uh, What's my generation look at? I know what I look what do you, at. What do you think number one porn is? Oh, God. It's not gay. It's, I can tell you that. damn it. Okay. <laughs> not quit, quit, quit saying um, that because it's not, it's not that. Is that any for any of them? No. Damn it. Okay. And no, I don't look at gay porn. I just assumed <laughs> other people did. Um, it might have been in the top five. I didn't write down all of them. I just wrote down the number one and number two. Would it be anal? Uh, I mean, it does start with an A. It's Asian. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, if I think about millennials as a whole, I feel like that's when anime really like, became yes. popular. Oh, my God. And, cool. you know, like, that reminds like me back no offense school. to any Asian people listening. No. Um, you know, I never really I never looked at, I never really w ever really thought, oh, that, that Asian guy is really hot or whatever. Um, but now, I mean, like, I'm really, I love anime. I love anything Japanese. I love anything Korean. I love, you know, like, any I, of that kind of stuff. And there, there I'm, I've seen some, I'm like, oh yeah, hey, you're, you're hot. Korean beauty products. Are oh, I love Korean beauty products. Love yeah. But no, um, that's not what I would have. So I, I mean, it makes sense. Again, yeah. the explanation makes sense. Uh, what do you think the number two most looked at porn for uh, millennials is? Probably girl on girl, maybe. No, this actually may kind of shock you. It's a virtual reality. That doesn't shock me at all, actually. <laughs> I can see that now because yeah. millennials are very big on. We're very tech savvy, too. So that makes sense. Yeah. All right. And to top it off, we have Gen Z, <laughs> the older Gen Z. Let's yeah. let's uh, reiterate that. Yeah. And uh, what do you think number one is? Oh, God. 
This um, kind of it doesn't really shock me because I feel like as a whole, uh, for the male population at least, um, a lot of them have this weird fantasy. So is it threesomes? You're right. Oh damn, yeah. I knew I was right. Yeah. Oh. Um, and the second most watched is also virtual reality. Hmm. I, yeah, which I see that. once again, that That's... doesn't really shock me because of the fact that you know uh it's uh, they've always had that in their favor so and i mean a lot of them also i mean uh (laughs) they i i like the fact that they would rather look at a fake person having sex with a fake person as opposed to real people real people because to me that I don't know. That seems a little more wholesome. I know that sounds real weird, but it it does. <laughs> yeah, there so. are more people who have like, uh, like sex dolls. I guess like those big. Oh giant yeah, things. Oh, my you're God. right. Yeah, it, which you know, to each their own. If yeah. Somebody likes it by all means. That that's them. As long as they're actually communicating with real people at some point in their life, sure. Then it's fine. Otherwise. I still think it's weird, but it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's all I have about the generations. I just found it interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's kind of all I have, too. Really. Uh, I say be yourself. Yeah. Doesn't matter what age you are. Doesn't matter. Like, like my shirt. What? Like my shirt says. It says. What does it say? You are exactly where you need to be. Yes. Exactly. I believe that that is uh, uh, Rogers. Fred Rogers quote. I think so. I don't remember, to be honest. But yeah. So I think we're gonna tap it out on that. On so yeah, if you guys honestly could give us I would love for you guys to give us a rating. Yeah. And a follow. We've gotten, I think, uh 14 Spotify followers so far. So yay us. Um, I know I'm one of them. Yes, I am. I am too. So technically like 12. 12. That's all right. I love you 12 people. Yeah, we love you guys. And so if you guys want to follow us on our socials, uh, I don't have them available, but they'll all be listed down in the show notes. But yeah, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.